Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Stories for Wonderful Children. This story is a little different, told only this week, so you'll notice that the children are older, but I promise you they're no less wonderful. Enjoy the story. After their parents had wished them good night and turned out the light, Evie and Vera got out their playing cards and began to play Go Fish. They played a couple hands of Go Fish until out of the corner of her eye, Evie saw her parents peeking back through the crack in the door and she thought she heard them whisper, oh, aren't they cute? And then they played another hand of Go Fish until the house grew quiet and they were pretty sure that everyone but them was asleep. And as soon as they felt pretty sure of that, they put away their playing cards and they got out their carpet fishing rods. Tonight's the night, said Evie. I'm catching a carpet shark. You're not catching a carpet shark, said Vera. You don't have any bait. I'm going carpet fishing anyway, said Heavy. Well, I'm going to catch one first, said Vera, and she cast her rod out over the carpet, and the hook sank down in, and then the bobber sank down in, and it was only a moment before Vera felt a little jerk on the end of her line, and she pulled it up, and there was a ballet slipper. See, said Evie. No bait. Well, said Vera, you don't have any bait either. Evie looked around. What did she have handy that she could use to fish for carpet sharks? She noticed, sitting there by her bed, a little vial of glitter. Hmm, she thought. Maybe carpet sharks like glitter. And so she put it on the end of her line, and she cast out. It went sinking down into the carpet. They waited. Look, said Vera. There was a ripple in the carpet, moving towards where Evie's bobber waited. And then a moment later, there was a jerk, and Evie said, It's a big one! And she pulled, and she reeled, and she pulled, and she reeled, but it was not coming in. She was almost being pulled off the bed. Help me, help me Vera, she said. And Vera grabbed on to the rod, too, and they both pulled, and they pulled, and they pulled, and between the two of them, finally got just the tip of something coming up out of the carpet. Look, said Vera, what is it? They pulled harder, straining for all they were worth, and then they could see, said Evie, look, it's a horn. Maybe it's a narwhal, a carpet narwhal. What's a narwhal, said Vera. They're like whales, but with big horns, said Evie. Come on, help me get it. They scrambled off the bed and walked across the carpet to where the horn was sticking out. They both grabbed on where the line was wrapped around the horn. They pulled for all they were worth, but they only pulled it out another inch, maybe two. Evie said, I'll hold on to it. We're not going to get it, the two of us. You go get Mikey and Charlotte, and together we'll get it out. Our very own carpet narwhal. This is so exciting. And so she held on 
pulling as hard as she could to keep the carpet narwhal from slipping back under the carpet, while Vera ran and got Charlotte and got Mikey, and very quietly they all came in, and they all grabbed onto the horn, and they pulled, and they pulled all four of them as hard as they could, and the horn slowly emerged. And then, with a pop and a rush, the head came out, and then the whole thing scrambled up out of the carpet, and they stood there with their mouths open, because it was not a carpet narwhal. It was a unicorn. Jet black from one end to the other except for its horn which was a perfect white and a white blaze that went right down its nose and ended just a little pink as it disappeared into its nose oh said evie he's perfect and charlotte immediately hugged the unicorn's right back leg, and Mikey immediately hugged the unicorn's left back leg, and Vera hugged the unicorn's front right leg, and Evie looked deep into the unicorn's eyes. She put her nose right up to his soft nose, and she looked into his deep black eyes, and she saw that he was trembling just a little. She said, don't be scared. Why are you trembling? Are you hiding from someone in my carpet? And just then, at that very moment, they all heard a knock from the door downstairs. They froze. Who could that be, said Vera? Everybody's asleep. They heard a knock again. Well, we better go find out before Mom and Dad wake up, said Evie. She turned and looked sternly at the unicorn. You stay here, she said. They all went downstairs. They went to the front door. They looked at each other. And then, just as the third knock started, Evie reached out and opened the door. There, on their front porch, stood a girl, a little younger than Evie, dressed in a city uniform with a hat that said animal control and bright red hair sticking out from underneath it in all directions. The girl looked at them, she said, my name is Marmalade Jones and I've been assigned community service for some misdeeds that I don't care to discuss right now. I'm serving community service working for city mythical animal control and we have had a report of a unicorn in the vicinity. Have any of you seen a unicorn? Evie and Vera looked at each other. Evie said, a unicorn? That would be a very strange thing to see in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm, said Marmalade Jones. That it would, making a note on her clipboard. Do you mind if I step inside and just look around? Um, said Evie. Sure, she looked back at her brother and her sisters, and she said, let's make sure that Marmalade Jones here uh, doesn't find any unicorns in our house. And her sisters and her brother nodded and they went running off. They'll help us check, said Evie. We'll just take a little tour. And so she walked Marmalade into the front room of the piano and then around into the kitchen all the time, listening carefully, wondering what Vera 
and Mikey and Charlotte were up to. And then they walked into the main room and Marmalade peered out the back window. What's that in your backyard, she said. Evie rushed up to look out the back window. There was Charlotte on the swing set. And next to Charlotte was a very large someone wearing her mother's best winter coat and what appeared to be a wig. Oh, said Evie. Um, that's just my mom swinging with Charlotte out on the swing set. In the middle of the night, said Marmalade Jones. Yes, said Evie. They like to do that sometimes. <laughs> huh, said Marmalade, making another note on her clipboard. Well, said Evie, um, shall I show you the rest of the house? Yes, said Marmalade, I definitely need to see it all. All right, said Evie, let's, uh, let's look at the office next. She took sort of a, a route via the garage and showed her the garage and the bathroom, and then she stepped into the office. There at the desk was Mikey. He was reading a book about horses out loud to someone. He peeked around the side of the book. Hey, he said, I'm just reading Dad this book about horses. Evie held her breath. Dad's horn appeared to be protruding over the top of the book rather conspicuously. She hoped that Marmalade would not notice it, but Marmalade's eyes narrowed. My, she said, what a long horn your father has. Um, said Evie, yes, he likes to wear his Halloween costume, uh, while Mikey reads to him so that he can make sure it can fit well. Uh-huh, said Marmalade. And what is he wearing as his Halloween costume this year? Evie thought quickly. He's going to be a narwhal, she said. Huh. I need to get back to reading, said Mikey, if you don't mind. Um, sure. Uh, I don't know, said Marmalade. But just then, they heard a scratching from behind them. Oh, said Marmalade, turning around. What's that? Oh, that can't be anything, said Evie, trying to think of a way to distract Marmalade and get her out of the house. But Marmalade headed for the basement door from which the scratching was coming. Marmalade said, Aha! She grasped the handle to the basement door and jerked it open. And there was a little dog with a paper horn on its head. Chloe, the dog, went scampering past her, barking furiously, Evie chasing her, saying, There's the unicorn! Quick! Get it! Marmalade put her hands on her hips. That's not a unicorn, she said. That's a dog with a horn on its head. Are you sure? said Evie. Marmalade checked her notes. I'm pretty sure, she said. Well, will you help us catch her? said Vera. And so for the next couple minutes, they chased the dog around the sofa until finally Marmalade made a grab and soon Chloe was confined again to the basement after being relieved of her horn. Well, said Marmalade, I'll just need to check upstairs. Sure, said Evie. Um, Vera, would you show her upstairs? Okay, said Vera, taking Marmalade up the stairs. Evie, in the meantime, dashed up the other stairwell to her own room, where sure enough, the unicorn was standing there, a few stray strands of wig hair caught in its mane. It was perusing the book about horses. 
Evie rushed up to it. Look, she said, you've got to go. It's been great seeing you. I hope you'll come back, but she's going to find you if you don't go. The unicorn looked at her. Evie leaned forward and kissed it gently on the nose, and the unicorn bowed its head lower and lower until the horn dipped into the carpet and then went further and further in, followed by its head, and then faster and faster the whole unicorn plunged in and disappeared, the tip of its tail vanishing below the carpet, just as Marmalade walked through the door of Evie and Vera's room, saying, Well, I guess you're right. No unicorns around here, but you will call me if you see anything, right? Absolutely, said Evie. So, uh, anything else you need? Nope, said Marmalade, tipping her city mythical animal inspector control hat to them. You all have a good night. And she headed out the front door. Mikey went back to bed. Charlotte went back to bed. Evie and Vera played one more game of Go Fish. But just with the playing cards, because that was enough carpet fishing for one night. And that's the end. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created, told, and edited today's story. Questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was composed by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our email is storiesforwonderfulchildren at gmail.com. You can also contact us on Facebook or Twitter. I'll see you next time.